Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter and joining me today is Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here too. God, even on this show. <laughs> even on this show. So, we don't have movies on this show, but this is also a special episode. All three of us are here because we are going to talk about Aquaman, which is, of course, a DC Comics movie. All three of us do a DC Comics podcast. This will also mm-hmm. be on the DC Comics uh, feed, which is the, the comics from the multiverse feed. It'll be on mm-hmm. both. It's kind of a dual episode. But simple enough. We're going to talk about Aquaman. We'll start spoiler-free. We'll give you a warning in the middle before we go into spoilers. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. So, here we are. Um, yeah, so it's an Aquaman movie before a Flash movie. How do we feel about that? <laughs> I'm okay with that because we got a great Flash TV show. So yeah, I I, I saw a tweet the other day uh, pointing out that uh, Ezra Miller was cast as the Flash the day the first episode of the Flash TV show aired, <laughs> and you know they're building towards a very certain event next year, mm-hmm. and the Flash movie doesn't even have a script right now. Well, yeah. it's, it's had several scripts. It's just... Uh... But right now, yeah. it, it doesn't have one. <laughs> no. Yes. Um, but no, but if we didn't have a Flash show, it, I think it would feel different. Like, mm. But the fact that we've had the 90s Flash show too, like Aquaman's only really been represented by the Super Friends, which has done so much damage yeah, in the I'm, public consciousness. I'm sure, that's and, why uh, James Wan said he wanted to do this one, is because yeah. he's like, well, no one's done Aquaman. I mean, people have done yeah. Flash and other stuff. It's like, no, I, yeah. I want to do something no one else has done. Yeah, and then also uh, on on Entourage. I don't know if you guys ever watched Entourage, but there was a whole season bit about the main character being cast in James Cameron's Aquaman, and how much of a big deal it was going to be. Ended up toppling Spider Man uh, for for highest grossing movie and whatnot. So yeah, it was quite funny, but it was always played as a joke. So I, I'm finally glad though that we have a more serious, not so jokey. Aquaman. Yeah, so where where were we all in terms of anticipation for this before before we went to see it, right? Where, were we looking forward to it? Did we think good things about the trailer? You know, where were we? I forgot it was coming out until like <laughs> two days before. <laughs> so I I really like Jason Momoa's Aquaman in Justice League. Me too. Um, so so if you go back and watch that that review, uh, so I was. I was hesitant on it. Like, I wanted to see it, but it wasn't like I have to go for a showing but opening day. The thing is, this universe has only had one good movie so far, and that's Wonder Woman. That's it. That's the only yeah, movie I will say that's, that's a good movie. Yeah. The rest of them have been uh, varying degrees of messes. Yeah. So, like, Justice League always qualify as could have been worse, and that that's. You know, you never say that's that's good. Hey, well, yeah, uh, it could have been worse. We got Batman v yeah. Superman. We've seen it be exactly. worse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Because when I've gone back and watched, like, because Justice League's been on HBO a lot, so as I'm flipping through the channels, I'll turn it on. And it's, you know, with a year perspective, I think I was a lot higher coming out of it because it wasn't a mess and it wasn't Batman v Superman um, than it is now because there are it's, some really, it's really still a messy mess. things. It's yeah. just not. It's it's not an insulting it's, mess. It's, a it's mess. like a car wreck where everybody walks away, but the car is just damaged. Yeah, it's a like, mess where they try to fix what they could. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. actually make it not a mess. Right, yeah. and so, and Wonder Woman was a good step in the direction, but because it was set during World War One, like they had a a bit more freedom to be able to do all of you know to get away from the wreck. Do its own thing, yeah. as you will. Yeah, and so. Aquaman's the first movie we've gotten that 
it's set in that universe and it's close to Justice League and Batman versus Superman. And I think it, it takes its lumps throughout the movie, but I think that it it also stands up and if Wonder Woman was a step in the right direction, this is definitely keep going in that direction. I mean, I, I will say this is cohesive. Therefore, yeah. it is automatically the second best DC movie uh, in, in this universe. Like before even anything else, it's like yeah, okay, it's cohesive. So now it's it's mm. behind Wonder. Woman. You know, I I have issues with Man of Steel, but Man of Steel isn't like it is cohesive. It it's is. just it not is. a good Superman movie. Yeah. Like it's a fine movie, but in terms of doing what I want in Superman, it's not a good Superman movie. No, um, that's true. But like compared to Suicide Squad and and Batman versus Superman, it's like yeah, they'll just train right leaps and bounds. Yeah. So, um. But I, I want to know, because we all do the podcast, but mm. I feel like I don't know your guys' thoughts on Aquaman, the character, so much. Like, so before Rebirth, were you guys, like, really into the Aquaman character? I or... read everything in the New 52. Yeah. Okay. So all I, the John stuff, there's a bit of... I think, Parker, I read everything in New 52 except the Colin okay. Bunn section. I okay. even read that. That wasn't, that wasn't too good, yeah. but I yeah. read it anyway. Um, yeah, me too. But that's so, you know, so... I, I I liked Aquaman well enough. I I didn't consider him just a joke. Yeah, I think yeah. from the, the John's run, the starting but to be was fair, enough to be like, no, no, it's it's a reasonable. Character. I think the New Fifty Two stuff though was the first Aquaman I really read. I mean, he popped up at the end yeah. of Brightest Day, but he'd been gone for a long time. He wasn't around in comics when I was starting to read comics. Yeah, yeah. Because when when I was first starting to read comics, the whole Sub Diego thing had happened, where Atlantis had had submerged San Diego. And the, the, the citizens had started becoming like fish people and whatnot. And it was super weird, but it was this big deal. And then they launched the Sword of Atlantis, which I think Connor would really enjoy because it's like sword and sorcery, but it's not Arthur Curry. It's another guy named Arthur Curry. It was super weird. Oh, I'm so but, into that. I need to check this yeah, out. Yeah. So go go check that out. It's, it made it to like 40 issues. Um, before, How do I not know about this? Yeah, it's... It's weird, man. I read a couple issues, and I was just like, I need to... This, this is not the Aquaman I was expecting. Because they went from, like, the cool, like, like pirate-looking Aquaman with the beard and the hook hand to to basically a, a blonde Jason Momoa-like guy with a sword. So... Need to read this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, I came in during Brightest Day, and it, it never really sat with me how much, like, people would bag on Aquaman because of the Super Friends. Right? Like, that was always a thing. Like, my dad, who really doesn't give two crafts about superhero stuff, makes fun of Aquaman. You know? So, uh, the John stuff was finally the first, I think, respectable. Like, no, he can be, like, a solid superhero that rivals the big three. And and it felt right, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, And I lead all that up to, I feel like this movie is, like, the greatest hits of the last six years of Aquaman comics. Because yeah. it does a yeah. lot from there and it cherry picks the things it where there's too much. Too much. I would, yeah. I would agree with that. There's too much. Yep. Uh, so here's, here's my thing about the movie, right? So my, my feelings. I, the trailers, I thought looked okay, but it looked a bit overstuffed. I wasn't necessarily feeling all the CG and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, having seen the movie, my, my general sort of feeling on it before we you know really dig deep is. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty decent. 
Um, it remained. It feels a lot to me like a Marvel Phase One movie, and it doesn't really oh. make me feel strongly in any real direction. But it's perfectly serviceable and does most things okay. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's all right. It's way too long. So it's too it's long. Got, I agree with it's, that. It's, oh, it's, it's too kind of... long. It's overstuffed and it leans way into the camp aspects. Yeah, there's a there's but a I whole think... section I would cut and a whole character. Yes, Black Manta should not be in this movie. Exactly. No. Black Manta um, should have been saved for the second movie. Just cut him out. But yeah, yeah but see, and that's the camp stuff that I do appreciate that that they leaned into because that's Black Manta from the comics. No, he like, looks. He shoots beams. He looks he great. He beams from his eyes and no, Matt, and whatnot. He looks great, but he does not belong in yeah. this movie. He overstuffs no, no, no. it far too much. And, and I agree with that. I'm just saying. Like, in fact, one of the worst scenes of the movie is when they set up his motivation at the start, where I actually kind of did like a sort of side look at the the screen and I'm like, what really? Like this? Doing this? Yeah. And here's the thing. Individually. If I look at his scenes, I think they're all on par with the rest of the movie. They're all, in, you know, as a okay, they're yeah. fine, they're enjoyable enough. Oh yeah, most most of the scenes, he looks with, great. His action looks good. Um, the actor playing him, I think, is quite good. He just, yeah. it's just too much for this movie. It overstuffs yeah, it. Just it. Doesn't need it. Yeah. His his role could have been played by any other Atlantean. Or you actually, know what I mean? let me flip this. I would actually make the first movie about him and just save most of the the arm stuff for the second movie. And the reason why I say that. Is because part of the plot points of this movie, which this is not spoiler stuff, it's just um, yeah. the idea that Orm is kind of using Black Manta as an outsider to like help sort of stoke the fires of war, right? Right. That is a great plot point, I think, that should be used for Orm, but it makes more sense in a second movie when we've already established who Black Manta is and we already have a history with Black Manta. Yeah. And this is like, oh, we've, okay, we just met him and. It feels out. to me like yeah. they weren't confident this was going to get any type of sequel. Yeah, so they, put so they just <laughs> threw it all in. They're like, here, you guys get all of it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Black Mana, yeah. Ocean Master, here's the trench here. There's, there's just yeah. this whole section of this movie I would chop out. The, the, everything in, even though there are things in them individually like I, I like, like in yeah. terms of interactions with characters, but all of the, the Italy stuff, gone. 90% of the stuff in the desert gone. Joe the Fire Thirds, though, those may be some of the best, like, most enjoyable scenes yeah. in the movie. And yeah. Joe, it's funny, as I was watching those sections, I was like, this just turned into an Uncharted movie. Where did this happen? I So so you go to Uncharted, <laughs> which I'm, I'm unfamiliar with. Like, I know of it, but yeah. it felt very Indiana Jones. It did, the yeah. way, ah, the reason, the the reason, way... The reason yeah, why but... I specifically pick Uncharted over Indiana Jones yeah. for this uh-huh. is because... Mira's relationship with Arthur and her attitude yeah. and her her humor reminded me a lot yeah. of Elena from Uncharted and the fact that it's okay. the pair of them doing it as opposed and, to just gotcha. him. And his, well, I just I, thought, go ahead, Connor. They are very enjoyable scenes, but they just feel like what, what are they doing in the movie? They they they're just they're like a completely different movie. I think the I think the thing for me is though is that I like those scenes more than I like like I'd say half of the other stuff, not all of it. Yeah. Like I think I, I, I think this this I, falls into the third act trap of the third act with the CG fight underwater is just kind of like oh there's lots of yeah. things happening. Yeah. And it looks generally yeah, kind of. I, I feel like fake. a lot of the Atlanta stuff, while it's cool to look at when we're there for too long, you start to notice the the cracks. I'll I'll, and, and I'll tell you why I never got bored of the Atlantis stuff for mm-hmm. one reason. Bright colors. No, no, no. That synth Vangelis style score that they have for during, oh, uh, in Atlantis. The synth is great. No, see, see, when they first arrived to Atlantis in the movie, I liked how yeah. it looked. It was the the, bright, the bridge, all the lights, the jellyfish, all that shit. Um, the music was great, but 
honestly, Orm's whole plot, because he's the main villain of the movie, I, I felt like by the time we got to the third act, we didn't spend enough time with him, and I think this is a part of the fact that we spent all these other scenes setting up other things. Yeah. You know, Pat, Patrick, uh, what's his face? Wilson. Wilson. He, he, he's doing his best to make you hate him. He is doing his absolute yeah. best. He's so, a he's a very slimy little little prick. Yes, but he doesn't yeah, get a lot of time. So, he doesn't get a lot to do. So yeah, so going into this, people were drawing comparisons to Loki, and I can see that. But at least with Loki, we we got enough of him in the, that first yeah. Thor movie to be like, oh, well, we see exactly what he's doing with Orm. I feel like we're just being I told instead of shown. A lot of the problem is, it's like, oh, Orm wants power. He wants to be why like you know i, I don't uh, his motivations are very surface level because yeah. Yeah, i hate it... myself because <laughs> <laughs> even in the comics so it, it does have something different in the comic here is that arthur or aquaman's never been to atlantis at this point uh mm. and and in the comic continuity. Which I have to admit, but, see at the start of the movie, I thought this was set before Justice League because he'd never been to Elias until they flat out mentioned, oh, you've already defeated Steppenwolf, yeah. which by the way, yeah. not a big deal, all right? Defeating Steppenwolf, not that huge. Everyone's beat Steppenwolf. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, in the comics, he, by the time this storyline, because it's loosely based off the of throne of Atlantis, um, that there, there's been this back and forth of him and Orm. So Orm's actions in Throne of Atlantis in the comic are a little bit, you know, they make a little bit more sense because we've spent more time with them, like Pete was saying. Mm. In the movie, we're just like, hey, this guy wants power. He wants to be the Ocean Master, which is still a... Even in the comics, it doesn't really work. Like, we call him Orm and not Ocean Master. So yeah, I appreciate he tried to make it an actual title. There's definitely, just... there's definitely moments where it gets a bit too cheesy for its own good. And I think the yeah. time where he puts on that mask and says, you can call me... Ocean Master. It was just like, oh come on, like, this is alternatively those were maybe the times I'm having the most fun. Me too. So like the fact that they tried the mask, I was like, okay. Yeah. Like it leans in like and this is my biggest problem with the Zack Snyder stuff. And I feel like Zack Snyder is ashamed that he's making a comic book movie. Like he's gotta try to to do what Nolan did by making it as realistic and like this is the real world. Where I feel like James Wan was like, No, this is not real. This is a comic book. And I'm gonna make this like comic book AF, and I appreciate him. For that. I don't think I don't think Snyder tries to make it realistic. I don't think there's anything about Snyder's movies that feels realistic. Well, I think he thinks it's realistic. Yeah, oh, like yeah, maybe has, I guess I, because that's that's what I always hear from these people online that are like, oh, I can relate to that Superman because he's flawed and realistic. It's like, so you're telling me you're a psychopath? Like that? That's all right. Can I just just that. on this subject, like Superman is someone who feels different that he doesn't fit in. That is relatable. This is the most relatable characteristic a person can have. Just because well, he can pick up a goddamn building does not I mean he's not relatable. Like... So who who wrote this one? Let me, let me pull up. I know Will Beal worked on it. Um, I know Jeff Johns did the story. But it's David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That's a hell of a name. Yeah. And <laughs> and Will Beal. I feel, though, like they kind of made Arthur Curry Superman adjacent. Here because he doesn't feel like he belongs to either world, right? Oh, okay, I understand what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, well, personality wise, yeah. he doesn't like Superman. No, no, no. Where He's also is... nothing like Aquaman for the, for that fact, but that's that's yeah. another debate. Well, alternatively, <laughs> I would be. I mean, 
it, it's worth noting that DC don't typically go, oh, that's that version that's popular. We'll yeah. you know write that in in the same way that you know the, yeah. a lot of the MCU characters or versions yeah. of those characters are now recognizable in the Marvel comics. Right. So, so we're probably not saying, getting like, this version of Aquaman in the comics. No, and that's fine because I do like this movie version. Again, he's he's Aqua Bro, and and I enjoy that. But what I mean is he's like Superman in that way where we not that it beats us over the head, but we get it a lot that he's of both worlds. And he, you know, I would he say, feels he has to choose. head. And I, I would actually argue, I would actually bring in one of my other complaints here about this movie is that it suffers from uh, a thing that a lot of movies suffer from, mm-hmm. which is now I don't actually have a problem with it in this movie that I'm going to reference, but I've heard of this, I've heard of this being referred to as the Trinity effect, and what I mean yeah. by this is Mira is more likable than Aquaman. She's better at what she does. She's clearly the one who should be leading the, the, the Atlantis and taking charge. Huh. But somehow, every scene with her and him, she's like, hey, Aquaman, you're the chosen one. You should do this. You're amazing, even though I'm way yeah. more badass. Yeah, I think this uh, this gets away with it on a, a touch because it's, no, 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 it's royal blood, right? It's, it's no, no, you have to be the one to do it because you're the one with the claim. Sure. That, that at least makes sense. It's very sense Game of Thrones in that way. Royalty's yeah, stupid, know. though, so I'm standing by my stuff. It doesn't matter whether it's stupid or not. I mean, it it's is. Stupid. That's not the point. But, you know, I, but, I, but I also credit, like... But Mira's she's even got killer powers. Like, don't get me wrong. They make some good use of Aquaman's powers in this movie. But Mira's waterbending is way more interesting to watch. See, this is, I think, the yeah. difference between you and me is, like... I, yeah, waterbending's cool, but, like... <laughs> when I got to see the voo-voo-voo effect on the big screen... I popped a little. Oh, don't get me like, wrong. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate they actually went that far and did that. That's the cheese yeah. that I'm into. But there was a lot yeah. of times where it was like, uh, towards the end, you know, after, uh, no spoilers yet, but Mira starts making a speech where she's like, you know, uh, presenting your king, blah, 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 right? And I was like, this just feels rushed and cheesy, cheesy this speech. Like, there was, just, there was little moments yeah. that where it felt clunky. It felt like, yeah. I don't know. Well, this feel is like not it, a movie uh, without faults, yeah. but, like... I'm gonna say this is like the first like I did like Wonder Woman, but yeah. like this is the first one like I've been like sitting forward in my seat being like, Oh hell yeah, this is what? what I signed up for in, for DC. In in tone, in terms of embracing what it's doing it, this is what Green Lantern was wanting to be. Yeah. It, this is like okay yeah, you know, it's, sure. it's definitely still you know, it, it's it's messy in places, it's over long, but in terms of what it's trying to be and trying to take from the comics. Yeah, it feels like a that that's what it's trying to be, and it is doing it better, even if it's not doing it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a I can't talk about this shit, but there's a plot beat about two thirds in that I really don't like. But I'll save that for spoilers. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, I just so I'm really torn on the action because there are some bits yeah. that anything with a trident looks phenomenal, and some of the, a couple of other specific fight scenes that uh, I like the, feature, see, featuring the women see, particularly yeah. uh, look great. See in Italy when it's like going from like it's like following Mira in one rooftop fighting some bad guys yeah. and then it switches yeah. to Aquaman and it keeps going back and yeah, forth. Yeah. That, that was a nice little sequence. That, that was good. Yeah, the uh, the the scene with, with Aquaman's mother right at the start I think looks great. Yeah, yeah and the flashback mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, outside, then, of, then you have... outside of some de-aging uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. not, not, not on about that, but just in terms yeah. of the you know the, the actual action. But mm-hmm. then you have stuff like on the submarine with Manta at the start, and it just feels claustrophobic. It feels like it's got no space to maneuver anything, even though the, the actual size of the, the room it's in is not too dissimilar to that opening sequence in the house. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, so it's the like, one that got me was was one fell in love with that circle wraparound shot. Oh, he does that a lot. <laughs> and, and we got it a lot. And I was like, okay, cool. I get it, man. But like, but then I have to remember, this is the guy in Fast 7 that crashed cars through a skyscraper. So like, <laughs> you should know what you're getting into. Yeah, exactly. So I can't be too mad. That's like, well, you gave the two-year-old a bunch of cupcakes. You're, it's your fault for them having a sugar rush. The, no, I mean, the, ac- the action typically was pretty good. I, I think where it suffered is where... Honestly, and this is the sad part, is that it was when it was underwater, it's typically when it's failed. Like I said, even the underwater stuff with the with the tridents, I think that stuff looks great. It's, well, the, it's just a... the, the battle stuff looks whatever. Yeah, well, he takes advantage. In a fight scene, he takes advantage of the three dimensions, right? Because it's it's in open space and, yeah. you know, which is cool. Um but yeah, the big battle stuff, it just feels very CG. Yeah. Like, Honestly, in a bad way. I, I felt kind of numb to how the underwater stuff looked by the time we got towards the end. Like, I was really just kind of sick of it. And nope. I, I feel like... I, I think my problem with it is that... I know this is hard, and it's kind of like a, a, a first-time thing that no one's ever done, but I feel like we could have played more with what the style of what the underwater was. Because to me, it felt just very generic CG looking a lot of the time. Do you know one of the effects that I really liked? And it was something that towards the end where I'm numb to everything else. I'm uh, there just watching the hair. Especially like Orm. You know, like, like his the, yep. the slicked back. Mm. It just yeah. waves just a little bit in the, yeah. in the water. And mm. I'm like, that's a really nice touch. And it was just consistent. Well, and I found myself like in the battle going, I'm just going to watch yeah. that little like strand Did- of hair move. I remember watching a documentary on Pixar where they were talking about Incredibles was the first time they had a 3D animated movie where the characters got wet, and so they had to they had to create an entire new system to deal with that. And thinking that I haven't really seen a movie that had really done it well until Aquaman. So I'm glad Connor brought that up because. Like Mara's hair looks, it looks natural. Yeah, no, that's you know good. What I mean? Like she's um, really underwater. You, you, I mean, I think you can cut, maybe have some criticisms that somehow her makeup's always really good, despite the fact that she's underwater. No, yeah. no, it's 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 clearly underwater makeup. They they have oh. created this down there. It's, it's Atlantis makeup, is what you're saying. Yeah, All right, it's okay. clearly water resistant. All right. Well, I, I think that should lose out to talk about the cast actually, then, because we got a whole yeah. a whole cast. Um, mm-hmm. I actually want to make my biggest complaint cast wise right now. Uh-oh. flashback young arthur the teenager one is atrocious that's yeah. scene, so terrible that scene with uh defoe teaching him how to do the the, the, the spinning staff water thing yeah uh, his acting that was like the worst thing off the cw so, it was like so terrible who's, yeah whose nephew do you think he was oh like, yeah <laughs> probably do you think nephew. he's momoa's do you think he's james wan's like <laughs> who is he related to because he was not hired for his acting ability, I'll tell you that. And, and right you now. put him against, and you put him against Willem Dafoe, too, oh, which you're not doing him any favors. Which, by the way, I saw. I just this really made me laugh on Twitter. I saw some someone labeled like after image of him from Spider Man saying William Dafoe, and then from this saying William Da Friend, and I really thought that was funny. <laughs> it is good though. Like let's Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe. It's one of those. <laughs> It's simple, but it works. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> um, but see, here's the thing about Momoa. Momoa is an interesting one um, because I think he has charisma. I think he has presence. Mm-hmm. He but is he, charming as hell. But he reminds me of, like, say, Arnold or guys like that, where he's not actually a great actor, you know, no. in, in, a, in a traditional sense. Yeah. Like, and that, I get that, the version, like, <laughs> when they cast him, they're like, 
well, we're, we're going to need you to be, like, kind of regal and reserved. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I'm just me. Which, honestly, like, okay. my biggest problem is Ezra's just kind of played himself. So we have this kind of bro-dude Aquaman. Because uh, there's, there's yeah. at one point he yells out something's badass, and he's, like, really earnest yeah. about it. And I'm like, it just feels weird to me, Aquaman shouting out, this is badass. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's Aquaman. This is where I feel like a hypocrite when I complain about Superman versions on screen. But then again, I'm like, are there that many big-time Aquaman fans that this is going to bother? <laughs> you know? Like, because I don't want to be that bad of a hypocrite, but, like, not that I want this version in the comics, because I enjoy the version we have in the comics, yeah. but uh, but I just, I really like his... It, and it's probably because I love Thor so much, and he reminds yeah. me of, of Thor. Like... Uh, it, it going, going along with that, like, going, going along with what I said about the writing, how Mira is actually more interesting and has more impressive powers, yeah. I do think she also kind of outacts him as well pretty much typically yeah. i would say definitely so, after the first third of the movie i think she's pretty stiff in the opening uh, stuff with her i wonder if that's just because it's all the setup stuff that feels like we're just going through yeah. this because we have to set up maybe the, the main once, plot. once once they escape once, once they leave atlantis yeah. i think she's really yeah. good um all so, the and, stuff before that is a bit stiff and this is where i kind of need to trust them because you know outside of ezra miller i feel like warner's casts really well for these movies? Uh, excuse me, do we remember Lex Luthor? Okay, well, I put that on my brain. I neuralized myself. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he was just talking about the heroes, obviously, Pete. Yeah, let's talk about mm-hmm. the heroes. You know... I'm uh, not letting that slide. Also, yeah, you're fine. I, that, that's what I learned. But, like, I was worried about Gal Gadot as, as Wonder Woman, and then I got to see her in action, and I was like, okay. And then she did even better in, in she's, Wonder Woman. She's the pretty movie. good. Yeah. No, she's good. And I felt like... She was too slight. And then I came up with Mara and I was telling my wife, you know, because um, she was asking who this redheaded, you know, she called her Ariel adjacent. Um, Do you know what? You know, Paige, so it got to the uh, the end of the film. She went, yeah. so why was Ariel in this movie? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm explaining who she is. And I was like, you know, really, she's kind of like an Atlantean counterpart almost to Wonder Woman. You know, like she's a strong, tough female that, you know, should be a leader. And, and whatnot. And I was like, I don't know if that's Amber Heard, but over the course of the movie, she won me over. Like after that first, like the, the first third, like you guys were saying, it's really stiff. And you're like, oh, this is going to be a rough time. But, but, do you know I think it is? It's because I think up until that point where she makes this choice to actually take charge, she's just yeah. doing essentially exposition. Here's where you're from, Arthur. Here's what the plot's going to be about. But once she makes a choice for herself and then bec- it becomes like a buddy adventure thing, that's yeah. when it, she finally gets yeah, but, to be a character. And then she really won me over. Like, and I know you guys are going to make the joke she's redheaded, so of course it wasn't that difficult. Right? We were all uh, thinking it. Yeah, let me, tell yeah. You, let me tell you this right now. I've not seen Matt's porn history, his search history, but I guarantee you it's 99% redheads. I guarantee you. 97 <laughs> but, okay. but uh but yeah so she i mean that the scene in italy i thought she was really good like pete was saying that they keep cutting between her and arthur and she's holding her own you yeah. know like, I, I i do think her and momo have great chemistry yeah they do uh you know it, like because I, I think one, one of the things i like about her powers as well is that there's these clear rules to it where you know it, you know at one point she falls into uh into like a wine store right and it's like, oh, now she's around water. The tables have turned. Yep. And it's like that I think as soon as you, as soon as that happens, it's like, oh, once she's at water, she has an advantage. And it's just like you're I mean, not, not that she's doing too bad before then. She's you know, she's kicking and spinning and doing all sorts of shit. But Yeah, she got unlucky by one of the guys she took out comes back at her. Yeah. Yeah. But like I like the rules of her powers because there's a clear set list of them and it's like, okay, I understand that when she gets to water, it's game over. 
Um, yeah. And it's like, okay, this is, so this is fun. Uh, it's playing with these things. Um, so no, I really enjoyed her. Uh, Willem Dafoe and like Dolph Lundgren He's... are just like really nice additions. Yeah. Okay, did you guys know Lundgren was going to be? Yeah, I remember, I remember I, this. I vaguely remembered once I saw him, but not when, I, when he popped up. I went, oh, oh yeah. Well, he pops up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Andy's near. We're getting Narius. Like, holy crap! We're really going far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. I, I mean, yeah. If, if I was saying what should the first Aquaman movie be about, I'd be like, "No, keep it from the comics where Mira's here to kill him from yeah. Zebel, uh, and then she yeah. falls for him, and have Black Manta be the villain." That to me, that's what I'd say is the first Aquaman movie should be, right? And then leave yeah. everything else for after. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They stuff, they stuff them like, with everything. But but I thought he was good. Like I thought, uh, just in his supporting role, like the the role he had to play was pretty good. Black Mana, um, he was fine. But like you guys say, he he's part of the overstuffness. Yeah, I mean. But then Patrick Wilson is as Orm. Like I really want to like him, but I feel like the story didn't do him justice. I think both both that's not why Patrick Wilson's fault. Both Orm and Mana suffer because they're both like been set up in the same movie. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't think it's the performances of either one. I think the, both the performances no. are fine. Uh, the yeah. problem is just the fact that they're both stuffed into it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm keeping away from spoiler stuff for now, but the, yeah. you know, we'll get into that a bit more uh, as we go. But yeah. um, Nicole Kidman is Atlanta uh, in the beginning part. Like, it was it was weird because like it reminded me of the movie Splash. Right? <laughs> like, I could see that. And I wonder if that's what Juan was going for, but yeah, it was I- just. I agree. It was, it was weird. weird. It was kind of see when the see when the Atlantean like guard showed up to try and bring her back, yeah. and it became the fight scene. And then the fight scene was pretty yeah. badass. And I was like, you know mm-hmm. what, Atlanta's grown on me. <laughs> Give me that yeah. Atlanta movie now. I'm all right with this. Well, like when when, when she eats the the goldfish and stuff, I was just like, oh man, this is like this is like cartoon level. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, but we also got Aquadog, which that was that yeah. was a cool shout. Like, um, it's his dad's dog this time though, which that was pretty cool. Uh, but but yeah, no, she was good. Tamara Morrison, who now now we're getting to the point where DC movies are, are having crossover actors by accident because mm-hmm. he was Abin Sir in Green Lantern, you know. Oh, was so, it? <laughs> yeah. Not that I mean, he was in the movie for like fourteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, look, Marvel have reached that point a long time ago. Well, yeah. we we can do it now too. Yes, yes. Right. So. Now, uh, what else? The music direction, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think we're ready to go to spoilers, pretty much. I think I think we've kind of. Right, we're gonna we're gonna jump into the deep end. Into okay. the spoilers. Jump into the deep end. Yes. So I think the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Black Man is set up at the start because we see that he's a pirate with his dad, and you know mm-hmm. within seconds of meeting his dad, I'm like, okay, his dad's as good as dead. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Which and, and I'm glad they kept it personal. Yeah. Like, and, and not just that, that's just for the, the best part of Black Manta. And not just for the fact that I know in the comics he blames Aquaman for his yeah. father's death. Just no. because, even in a movie, the second I yeah. saw him, I went, yeah, he's dead by the end of this scene, yeah. this sequence. Yeah. Um, and, but here's the thing. So so Aquaman's there to save the, the sub, and this is the sub that they're, they're stealing for Orm, so that it looks like the, the yeah. surface is attacking Atlantis later. Yeah. Right? And he... He, you know, he's saving the sailors, he knocks out a bunch of the guard, you know, the, the pirates and stuff, and he's saving the people, and he ends up in this fight with Black Manta, and it's, it's not going well, because Black Manta's not super-powered, and his dad has a great launcher, and it kind of works a little bit, and it's actually his dad's fault that he shoots this torpedo thing that ends up, you know, trapping yep. him against the wall as the sub is fl- filling with water. And Aquaman's leaving, and I thought, oh, he's dying. And I thought, wait, Aquaman's barely up the ladder, surely he would see that he needs help. And then it actually does the moment where Aquaman turns around and goes, 
nah, he did this to himself and just leaves. Yep. And I thought this is on him. That was a yeah. that, that was that was like the most blunt way of him like being because I, I you know typically I'm expecting if he's going to be at the fault for his dad's death, it'll yeah. be collateral or it'll be something that he doesn't actively right. choose. Something indirect. Yeah, but he actually says, you know what? No, I'm going to let him die and leaves. Yeah, well, because in the comics, isn't it that he causes his dad to have a heart attack? Because he stops one of their, if, their if I recall, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, but yeah. so so again, it is a little more indirect. But here, I was just like, oh, okay, so Aquaman's a dick. But here's the thing, like, right? I wouldn't mind this if the movie did anything yeah. with it. It does not, though. It there's like one line with Mira later on where he's like, yeah, I kind of yeah. I made the choice to let him die. Oh well, kind of my bad. Yeah, yeah, so, and that's uh, it. This is on me. Uh, and then uh, he gets over it real fast. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. Manta's trying to attack him, you know, and his, his swords yeah. do nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Why? He was given a, a little dagger by, by his dad, right? You know, the yeah. Manta dagger. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this can stab him later in the movie? No, no, no. So how I read that was, <laughs> which is probably, I want this on a t-shirt where Black Manta yells, this time I got Atlantean steel. Like, he stabs him with the Atlantean steel in the shoulder. And then with the dagger, he goes to the same wound. Because it's the same shoulder. Mm. That's how that's how I read that scene. I mean, maybe he it, the it didn't make it clear if that's what he was doing. That looked like he was stabbing him again with the manta dagger. Yeah, because I had the same thought. I thought, why is that dagger suddenly okay to stab him? Like, yeah. I, this is the uh, thing. In the back of my head, I was like, oh, I bet that dagger works on him when he give it, gives it him at the start of the movie. Yeah, that right? could be. Well, because I'm it, like, it, it didn't set up why. Yeah, it could be because there is the the manta on there, and they they hinted he was such a great you know diver. Maybe he came across Atlantean metal, but they should have made that more clear if that's the case. I just took it that he stabbed him in the same shoulder that that he did earlier. So what's the point? Oh, I'll stab that wound that I already stabbed you. Like it's oh, not it's doing any more. Yeah, personally, it wants to put his dad's dagger in his wound. You know, it's personal. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. I I will say too the fact that like. Because Black Manta is just a, a, a weird-looking villain to begin with. Like, it's so Silver Age. And the fact that they they justified it with, with the beams and well, whatnot. Gotta, they, they gotta stopped... go wider. Yeah, Joe was yeah. funny about that. Is the, the, the photo of that, that helmet on his desk like yeah. came out on the internet like, you know, several months ago. And I said, yeah. ah, it's not wide enough. It looks a bit off. And funnily enough, in the movie, he, he, he basically yeah. says that. It needs to be bigger. And then he has a proper yeah. Black Manta helmet. Like, well, but I like, too, that it looks like, you know, a throwback to the comics. It looks like the one that is an old-school diver's helmet, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and, and he was kind of basing it off of his grandfather mm-hmm. and whatnot. Like, it's it made for a cool villain, I think. But I just, I wanted more of him. And he was just kind of muscle, you know? Yeah, because like, after that Atlas sequence, he just he never... I mean, obviously, there's the mid credit scene, but all in that, he just disappears. That's him. He's done. Uh, as Mira and, and Arthur are off to, to, to get... You know, and the fish out of water stuff, <laughs> pun intended, was funny, you know, Mira eating the, the, the rose because she thinks it's food, or... Um, I, I, I did really like how, how Arthur just goes along with it. It's like, yeah, sure, I'll yeah. yeah. And yeah, then, cool. you know, like, uh, did you steal a boat? It's like, wait, the boats are at the at the, at the pier aren't for public use. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. I also like when they get to Atlantis, he goes, why would there still be a bridge underwater? And then she explains, you know, that was a nice way to get into the history of, of Atlantis. Actually. How it sank. Speaking speaking of Atlantis, right? So they set up in the yeah. ground that you can only go in mm-hmm. through the, the gate, the bridge, because right. there's all these big turret things up into the walls and all the rest of it. Aqua cannons. Aqua cannons, yes. 
<laughs> so when they're escaping later on, they're leaving Atlantis, right? And he he says, like, I thought you said nothing could get past those those cans, and she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I did. And I my thought before they started firing was. Well, of course, not going to fire in into the city because then it'd be a yeah, head in the city. They're pointing outwards, right? Yes, because I thought every single one you dodge is going to hit a part of Atlantis. So why would they fire this I, way? That's just stupid. But then they just did that okay. anyway. Yeah, I, I do appreciate that they try to rationalize a way. Like, well, you can just swim over a wall in the ocean, so we put cannons there, so you can't. But yeah, there's but, still but faulty logic there. Yeah, right. but yeah, but why have why why even even if you are trying to stop someone from escaping, why would you ever fire in the way? Because you're just going to hit really things. really bothered me as well is Orm's chasing them. Orm's right behind them, yeah. and they're like, you know, I know our king's right there, but we're yeah. going to shoot anyway. <laughs> yeah, king's yeah. right behind them, also dodging laser beams. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. quick question: mm-hmm. When did Mira get changed? Because she's at the the you know the the trial by combat. She's in that white mm-hmm. gown. Yes. And yeah. she swims off and, and everyone's like, where are you going? And literally, like, two seconds later, she shows up in, in the green. She was wearing it underneath. It was, you know, a Superman no, situation. No, no, she was not. You would see green underneath that white um, gown. You when she shows up in the ship to save him during the combat? Yeah. yeah. Um, at least it's off camera so I can buy that she went and did it. <laughs> sure, but... Because why I, would she take the I time think my there and then? My bigger issue is that she's got like her uncharted desert wear on uh, during all the desert stuff, and then she has it on when they're in Italy. And then for some yeah. reason, uh, once they get to the the secret area near the the the, the, the core, uh, she's mm. got her green suit back on. It was weird. I was like, where, where was that hiding yeah. the whole time? You, you had it's not like you were carrying a bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. Uh, which you know leads me to probably the biggest plot point I really don't like is the fact that his mum's still alive and like hidden in the, the I mean, center of the earth. I mean, it was coming from the de aging though, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, why but, bother but also, otherwise? You just it, cast someone that, younger. Well, and that's what I mean that it came from the, the from the you know the 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 last six years greatest hits because that was the point of the Jeff Parker run. Yeah, was. That, that she's still around and you know she's she's been kept away to keep him you know whatever safe I, and yeah. stuff i think it bugs me more because it's in the same movie as the origin see if this was yeah. the third movie and they revealed she was still alive because it never bothered as much in the comics when they did it but but I, know, well because he's had time away from her for yeah. so long and he's had to deal with being king and what it meant for her it's, to it really basically jo- sacrifice herself it really reminded you know? me of this year's Tomb Raider movie and it really annoyed me yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, with, I'm with you uh, and I, I will say um the trench dive was gorgeous yeah. oh yeah that was that was a great shot that was that, yeah. that big side shot where you could see all the trench that is the shot of oh, the movie i mean and- so, some of my favorite Aquaman stuff in comics is when it deals with something like the trench where it's a horror like you know it's like a creature you know horror yeah. of the deep the creatures yeah. you know in the dark well, i love and that's that stuff. where you, you, you talked about you fell off on the colin bunn stuff and that's kind of where colin bunn was going and then i think he just got tired of dc stuff and was like no okay they want me to change things i'm just gonna head off because yeah. it was very focused on the horror there's stuff. been some good examples of that reason like the, there's the, you know, the, the trench obviously H- uh, h2o mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, i'm like yeah th- um, these are some great things i it, but then you know i personally i love the atlantis politics i wish we could have got more of that in this movie and played it so it actually no no in a way so it actually built orm into a better character well yeah because i kept saying that people are saying like yo he's the he's dc's first sympathetic villain and i was like Kind of that? Uh, that's sympathetic. I don't, are people saying that? I, yeah, people are saying that because of the reasons why he wants to attack, which in Throne of Atlantis makes sense. Like, oh, they've been dumping their garbage. They've no, been no, doing no, this. They've I, been waging war. I get that, 
but yeah, he but then just feels he... like a power hungry megalomaniac. Yeah, he just yeah, wants power. Yeah, but then we see yeah. scenes, right? But then we see scenes of him going through and just wiping, you know, wiping the floor with other kingdoms, Cause, and because that was the he's not sympathetic at all. Yeah, because he kills he kills that that king or queen, and then he's like, hey, king. hey, daughter, fish daughter, you're now queen, so you know, give me your army, like. Right. So not only that though, like, because the thing is, early on when that tidal wave hits when when Arthur's with his dad, and my first thought was, this is really random as a tidal wave, and it was fine because it was you know this is Orm doing his thing, he's attacking the you know the shores. Yeah, but at first it felt like, is this supposed to be aimed at Arthur? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought as well, but. That, so so that happened, and then we see briefly on the news all the trash. There's oh, all everything we've polluted the oceans with is washed back up on shores. And I thought, oh, this is an interesting thing to tackle. But then I feel like the movie just kind of ignored it for the rest of the film. Like there was yeah, no build up to it. There was no follow up. Because it, it gets away where I feel like had Orm had this, not even a speech, but just references to Volko, like I land or or sea, I can lead them better than what they're doing. This is why I need to rule. And whatnot, and I and I feel like it was a missed opportunity, you know. Because yeah. I think that was the reason why I would like the first movie to have like the whole plot where Mira's been yeah. sent to kill Arthur and then changes yeah. her mind because that's an arc for her where she 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 because as Arthur learns about his Atlantean upbringing, Mira can learn about how Earth because because there's a couple of jokes in there where you know she's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, you've judged Atlantis on far less, you know, I'm judging it because there's all these like you know mountains of garbage yeah. and everything else that you know surface world has done yeah. is horrible. But yeah. you know, it's, it's, well, it's, his it's, response to it too, because he gets flustered. He's like, "Yeah, well, uh, sure." Yeah, like, but I, I like that. It, it, but it's basically just like a, a small joke in this, as opposed to being like an arc for her, where she hates the surface right. world and then learns why it's not completely evil and why it should not be killed, yeah. and so on, yeah, so on. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of whiffles on some of that stuff. Um, yeah. Can we can we talk about him getting the 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 trident? He gets Atlans trident and then rides a kaiju into battle and i might have jumped out of my seat well not only that he gets the the green and gold uh outfit Costume. which yeah i wish they didn't put that in the one of the later trailers because it would have been a really nice surprise i'm so glad i never saw the other trailers because oh. i'd never seen this i yeah. didn't see what it looked like so Did, it but you nice. heard about it though right i knew it was there yeah but that's yeah. fine but just actually see it because i hadn't seen it with my eyes yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd have been nice so to have that as a surprise like. they shouldn't have put that in a trailer but no, that that creature, Pete. That we've seen that creature in the comics, right? Or am I? I'm pretty sure we have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that was pretty cool. I like that they went there. I like that it was the you know this whole mm. guardian. Like it gave it a, like there's a lot of allusions to King Arthur, and and yeah. the Arthurian legend. And I feel like it. This was the sword yeah. and stone moment. It, it, yeah, it was very much the the lady in the lake. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I like that and it was like, well, if it's not you, you're going to join the other dead bodies, but if it is you, then it's yeah, you know, do, you are do the I king. feel like it should have done more. It, it I feel like it also never like you could tell, tell from a couple of scenes of this, but even the Atlanteans were surprised that he could communicate with like sea life, right? And I feel like it never did much with that to kind of like not even necessarily explain why you can do it, but just like yeah. have everyone react more appropriately. Like, wait, yeah, you can do this. This this giant kraken yeah. Was right. like, wait, you you can talk to me? You What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. You understand me. No one's ever talked to me before. Not in a long past yeah, time. No, no one's it, do you guys know who that voice yeah. was? Yeah, it was, um, oh God. Julie Andrews. Thank you. Yeah. I, I saw that when I was waiting for the, um, for the, the end credits and stuff. And I was like, wait, Julie Andrews. They announced this like three weeks ago. See, and then I, I don't pay attention. Again. 
Yeah. I, I own it because I, I've learned like the group made a big deal about it. Gotcha. Like when it comes to these types of movies where I'm already going to know what's going on with the stories because they're based off of comics I've most likely read. Mm. I try to stay away from production stuff because I still want to be surprised. Like Shazam, I know Shazam's kind of leaning on the, the Johns and Frank story. So I don't need to know too much else. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I felt. That's how I felt here. So like the fact that Dolph Lundgren shows up and Julie Andrews is the voice of the Kraken creature. But um, what what I'm getting at though with with my complaint there that it doesn't feel like they yeah. build that up enough. Where it, it makes him feel no. special. That he, he, he's he's not even yeah. just that he's he's strong as an Atlantean. He has this extra ability. They don't really explore yeah. that. They don't really like make a big deal out of it. And I think a lot of the things in the movie are feel kind of like that to me. Where they kind yeah. of put things out there in in one or two scenes and and mention them. But they're very light. They're very fluffy. It, it felt yeah. kind of like uh, almost like a really big budget. Like kind of how sometimes I'll complain about how the CW handles certain plots, and I'll yeah. just kind of it felt like a two hundred million dollar CW episode. No, there's, in a there's, lot of ways. Well, yeah. for me, in, specifically in superhero origin movies, there's a point that's make or break, mm-hmm. and it's it's always the scene where they decide, screw it, I'm gonna go be a hero. Yeah. Right, that's mm-hmm. the moment where it gets to me, or it kind of falls a bit flat, like. Uh, you know, uh, for Wonder Woman going through the trench. It's like, no, screw this. Yeah, yeah that was uh, a phenomenal no. scene. That, 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 you felt that in your yeah. gut. It, right. or, or even like... Um, I think is Batman it... Begins is a weirder example because of the way they tackle that, but it, like the, the moment where like Gordon sees the bat signal for the first time is probably yeah. where I'd call it, that there's moment. A, there's a great... It, it's done excellently in, uh, in Spider-Verse, right? Yes. Yeah. Here... I don't really feel it. Or even like, even uh, Homecoming had a really great thing. You know, when he leaves the dance, when he makes a choice. You know what? Yeah. Regardless so, of no, what's those, going on, I'm doing this. Those that is the crux point of any origin superhero for, yeah. uh, superhero origin for me. And this one, just, it's, it's not really there. Is it's it's I no. get it. He's he's going off. You know, he's he's got the the outfit and the trident. He's like, right, let's go stop Atlantis and save the surface. But I don't really feel it. Yeah, it's kind of... It's not quite in the same boat as Man of Steel, but it kind of feels similar in the sense that he's just kind of along for the ride and ultimately just kind of accepts it without really caring that he's doing it. Yeah. I call this because it's in the comics. You know? Like, we need him to be the hero because... In in the comics, you have six issues usually to, to do all this. And here... I don't feel like they took advantage of the time. Like I think that's the biggest fault of this well, movie. I, I think that's it's just to expand on that comparison, Matt. I think yeah. what you said there is incorrect. They didn't have six issues to do this. This is like two runs of comic books worth shoved yeah. into this movie. This is like fifty well, issues, I mean. sixty issues. Even. Yeah, they have they they had two they had two hours and twenty minutes, and it's still they don't. I don't feel like they touched everything they should have. I I, I would way. rather they keep the plot much more simple. In and mm-hmm. actually tackle the characters and their motivations and their arcs and deal with those because yeah. those are the things that make it have the impact. Those are the things yeah. that, that make it work. No, I agree. And, yeah, I and, agree. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the moment where he goes and makes that choice, it's not that it's a bad moment. It's not that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's it just it doesn't it doesn't hit you in the gut. It doesn't have any yeah. feeling to it. I, I think it's also, the, I think James Wan's direction's fine. I, I think it's the script more than anything where the problems are. I, I too much in it. I, I think there's too much going. Yeah. On. Big time. Also, the the whole <laughs> if the if the the tridents are like lightsabers, the fact like <laughs> if you're higher board and you get a better one, yeah, I don't necessarily like that. Like, because although how they got into the politics a little bit better, how it's you know, it's it's something that I it makes you dislike some of the characters, but I like it from a world building perspective of like yeah, yeah. even the idea that 
only the nobles can actually breathe both air and water. Like, you know, I like that. Like, that's a nice touch. It separates them. It yeah. gives them this elite. Well, because like, the, oh, it, we can do anything. That, yeah, well, that tells me that the nobles were just like, yeah, we're going to... Because they were so... They weren't as impacted as to the change in the water yeah. as the lower ones. Were. On, on this you subject, um, I like that the Atlantean guards that get sent up to like fight at various times yeah. do like you know they can't breathe if their suit gets broken. Right? I will say though, the worst joke in the movie is that toilet seat joke. Ugh, yeah. yeah, I, I hated that joke. I, I I was yeah. As soon as that like, I saw, oh, they need the water up there. So I was like, all right, when's Mira ripping the water out? Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought too, and it never happened. Like, yeah. just pull it from him, and, and they're done. Also, Merc, didn't they mention that he's not Atlantean and he doesn't know where he came from? And then they never get back to that whatsoever. Because um, I'm trying to remember. Because Mira's like, yeah, the captain of their guard. He's not Atlantean. I've never seen him before. Uh, but yeah, we don't see him though, right? We never see Mark. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we he, do. He's, he's, he's he's there. A couple of scenes off mm-hmm. on the side. What was he doing? <laughs> He did he not leave an impact. He doesn't look Atlantean. He looks, he looks weird. Like he yeah. stands out. Like he's he's pallid. He's not like... really doing a lot though. He's mostly just no. kind of there, but he is there for sure. Yeah. That, that tells you so... how, how little a part he had because I, I don't even remember him. Yeah. And well, I like I like Merc a lot from the comics. So when I heard he was going to be in the movie, I got soaked. And it's like, yeah, oh, that's the dude that it. played yeah. the Black Ranger. Yeah, yeah Ludi Lin. I can't yeah. uh, find him in the cast list at all. On IMDb, which yeah. tells you how little he was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, um, there's no full of that, but still, I'm not going to lie. I had a really good time. That, that's that's and... the thing I keep coming down to. It's like, yeah. this movie is messy in the sense that there's yeah. so much going on that shouldn't be. But everything, at least I understand where everything fits. It follows on in yeah. a mostly logical progression, even if it yeah. feels unnecessary. Yeah, but uh, but mostly I had fun. Even in the segments where I'm like, no, 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 that that Italy section cut the whole thing out. It was a really fun section. Yeah, like I enjoyed. It, it wasn't like just like we we're sitting there going like, oh, well, this, this, uh, this could have been worse. Oh man, this uh, we narrow missed there. This was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm seeing Throne of Atlantis stuff. I, mean... I can't believe Worm's <laughs> wearing the Ocean Master. I can't believe like. Aquaman's riding a kaiju into battle. Yeah, I mean, I know? think it could have been worse. I also think it could have been better. Like, the, you oh, know, yeah. like I, I think ultimately I come down to this kind of, like I said, it's decent, you know, fun, but it, mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a great movie. I, I, I don't think I, it even I don't think it's even a it. good movie. I, I think it's a, a fun time. No, no, no. I, I won't think, say great. I think enjoyable. I think it's. I think it's good. Like I haven't. I haven't bought a a DC movie since Man of Steel. I will own this one. I don't. Like, I, am, I don't think. I, I think it's, it's decent. It's enjoyable, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, the the writing's just not there to call it good. I don't think it, the, the script's just not good enough. Um, yeah, it feels overstuffed. It's it, fair. Motivations just don't feel earned. Or it's not that they necessarily feel earned. They just they just don't feel like there's enough weight behind them. Where they don't I really justify care. Any of them. They tell me the motivation. Yes. Yeah. But I don't get anything to back it up yeah again i feel like this could have been two movies and they just squashed it into one had they had yeah. two movies to expand on a lot of this a lot of the complaints we had you know they're still probably not like the greatest movies you know what i mean but they could but, be a lot better yeah, cause yeah. once because once they got to um you know they, they got to the, the kraken and like the the, 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 the yeah. trident and all that 
from that point on, there's not much to talk about plot-wise. Like, they show up, there's a big battle underwater, it's mostly just kind of hard to watch, and you can't really make out what's happening for a lot of it. Uh, and then, you know, I thought the actual Arthur Orm, like, ending, kind of like where he wins, just kind of felt weak. And then, you know, you got your mid-credits scene that sets up that, you know, Black Man is out for revenge still, and you wants know, to come back. But... When we saw Dr. Shin on, yeah. the, on the TV early on, I got excited. Because that's a comic book thing, like yeah. one of the most interesting yeah. elements to come out of out of the Aquaman run. Um, but yeah, it's you know the way that he beats Orm by bringing him on the land and stuff. It's like it's whatever. I do like the way that Momoa holds the spear. It's a very Polynesian Haku, yeah. you know, which I, I like that they bring that element to him, you know. Mm. Um, but but yeah, no, I, I, and the other thing, I agree with all of you guys' complaints, but like. I, I get overruled by the fact, like, yeah, I got an Aquaman movie that was a lot of fun. Do, do, and... I don't know how to describe this properly. Let me think about how to phrase this. It feels like a movie where, and I, I'm thinking of like superhero movies from two thousands and stuff like that, and then this kind of mm-hmm. thing where it's not that it's a shame to be a comic book movie. I don't think it is. I, I think James Wan yeah. loves no. the comics, right? Quite the opposite, right? But yeah. I think it. It's more concerned with being a movie than being an adaptation of the comic book. And it has that feeling yeah. to it where it feels like... But, well, I feel that that's the Marvel thing too because Marvel does that a lot, but they're better at it. Here's the where thing. They're like, we're not going to adapt a certain story, but we're going to adapt the element and turn it into a movie. I, like, yeah, like it, Homecoming, it, right? Even is, to the sense that Aquaman's not really Aquaman. I'm right. I'm okay with this as long as it's a good movie. It's why I, 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 I've, I've said, Man of Steel is watchable. It's fine. No, but it's... it's, kind of, it's a, what I'm saying is, it's kind of like, okay, they've cast Jason Momoa. All right, we just have to build a movie around him that works, that'll take some things from the comics. Yeah. Rather than, you know, from the ground up saying, okay, who's the best person to play Aquaman? Who's the best thing to do this? What's the best story to adapt? What's the best... Right. And and here's the thing, though, but if the movie's good enough, I don't care. I don't need any of that other stuff. I don't need it to well, be all... As long as he's consistent. Because, like, I never felt like, like Cavill's Superman was consistent but, movie to movie. But just for the record, I feel though, like... when I'm saying it, it feels like that, I'm not saying that it has to be, like, a perfect match for what's in the comics for it to work. Part of adapting right. is making it work in the context of a movie. But I compare this to Spider-Verse, which we just did last week, and I think That's Spider-Verse incredible. makes its own movie, it does its own original things, but is a giant love letter to everything that inspired it. Look, the, clearly this, that's a better movie yeah, Let's, yeah. yeah. this big comparison it kind of feels like oh we want to honor the, the the comics and we want to do this but we're but we've already settled into the fact that we're doing this badass like bro version of aquaman and we've settled into the fact that we're, we're following the structure of what a dc movie is right yeah see here's the thing i don't think any of that takes away from the, if this script was cleaned up i think this would be a great movie and I would be like, no, no, this is fine. I don't, uh, you, you do the bro Aquaman movie, you base it around that, that's fine. You may be right. No, you may be right. If this was great, I may not care. It may, it may override it. But the thing is, yeah. it's, not, it's not great. Well, it's okay. Yeah. And because yeah. of that, I'm looking at this and saying, how can it be better? And I'm looking at these things, yeah. and it it's... feels it feels a little bit, and that's why I compare it to like movies from the 2000s, it feels like it came from a time where, oh no, we get the black leather version of X-Men, where everything's yeah. very steel-looking, yeah. right? Yeah, see, I, I I understand what you're saying. I don't think it's a fair comparison, though. I don't think I don't think this feels like it's trying. You know, the black leather version of X Men. Like we're we're a bit ashamed. We're trying to shy away from it, oh, but no. we want to. I, do I it. have this a better like, no, Screw this it. Is... Comic books. Let's do it. It's just 
we're doing bro Aquaman instead. But I, I think there's a tug of oh, war, though. I think there's some things where, you know, they do the, the Aquaman effect where he's talking to the fish. They do, like, things where oh. clearly they're just like, no, we're doing this from the comic and it's cheesy mm-hmm. and we love it. Unashamedly, right? But then there's mm-hmm. other things where, like, the design of the, the, the final fight in the third act where it's just all this. It's this. Yeah. Do you know what it made me think of? It made me think of like, those crappy battles and Connor's going to give me shit for this uh, in the Lord of the Rings movies where it's just the army CG and it just looks like garbage. That's what it made me think of. If you'd said the Hobbit movies, we wouldn't have had a problem. <laughs> I feel the same way about <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, Here's the thing, though: as, as someone, as someone that's probably in the middle of you guys, yes. the Lord of the Rings are much better compiled than the Hobbit. So, so I'm going to err on Connor. Do it wrong. The Hobbit's worse. I'm not disputing this, but the Hobbit is Helms, much, much worse. The Helm's Deep battle is probably my favorite part of those long ass movies. They have they like, have enough extras in suits. To be yeah. to feel realistic, where there, they don't well, you know, do a lot of wide. You shots know what gets me here arms. is the the crowd that's watching the trial by combat. Hmm. I feel like oh no, these are extras they dressed up. Oh, Matt, and then oh, you make, make, deeper. make 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 uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> also, octopus drummer. I want one. There was an octopus drummer. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But here, here, so here's what I'm saying though is that. And the reason why I use, I use Lord of the Rings because Lord of the Rings kind of inspired this movement, right? Where all of a sudden after that we got CG armies. Hell, even the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer and its Shit. final episode did a, an army of vampires in the Lord of the Rings style. And I think the reason why I bring it up and I, I always go back to that is because every time it happens, and it's the same in this movie, in that final third act fight, is I feel like I'm watching a trailer for a Blizzard game. One of their CG trailers. And you know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. I, f- I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know video games. Yeah, I feel like I'm watching one of those rather than a movie. And those and those trailers are very heavily produced. You can tell they spent a lot of money on them. They mm-hmm. bore the crap out of me because it's just a CG army. I don't care. <laughs> right? And I kind of had that feeling in the final act of this as it was going. Yeah, I, I didn't mind. I, I liked that the different kingdoms weren't just like different forms. Like I, they're actually I, different creatures. Yeah. I actually like that. But uh, I, the different the, things that they ride. Like some of them have the seahorses. Some of them have like the, oh, the crocodile thing. Yeah. The sea. The seahorse. When 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 <laughs> Marius comes riding up on the seahorse, I was like, holy shit! They actually did it. Massive like save for the seahorse. But like, no, because that's one of the things that always gets crapped on. Like. Is oh on Super Friends he had a seahorse that he rode into battle named Stormy like yeah no, this so seahorse, yeah, the idea where it's, it's kind of majestic yeah it's it's a sea dragon it looks like there's there's yeah. sea animals out there that look like those called sea dragons and yeah you know like uh, and Mara rode an orca I told my wife because my wife bailed on me we we're supposed to see this Friday we ran into some issues so I ended up having to go by myself the next day and um she bailed on me and I was like. You missed Mara riding an orca into battle, like, and and she was a little bit sad, but she didn't care that much. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I think what I'm getting at though, with like talking about uh, like compared to the the two thousands movies and things like that, and then talk about this third act, it's all these things, all all these kind of phony Hollywood movie things that kind of t- took me out of it a little bit, where it felt less personal to like you know rather than feeling like James Wan really cared about Aquaman, and I'm sure he does. I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying. Yeah. It was those kind of things that made it feel like it was just that that that, that phony layer of Hollywood. To do you know it. what this comes down to is that he's a filmmaker and not a comic writer. Uh, yeah, ultimately, to me. But when that, you have no, Jeff Johns doing the story, that's not really an excuse because no, he's no, working off of, of the blueprint. When he's looking at how to shoot this and how to do an army like this, he's thinking as a, just oh, just gotcha. a Hollywood filmmaker. He's not right. thinking. Oh sure, about I'm, I'm not a, really disputing how he shot it though. Is is as much like because some of his how he shot things were fine. I'm saying the. The just the overall fakeness feeling of it, or the the the, the okay. elements that do feel different. Oh, I, 
all these things make it feel just a little bit, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Just fabricated. And that's all fabricated. I know that. Like, don't, you don't have to tell me that. It just, it feels just a little bit off. It feels a little bit like. And I get that. I, so you keep bringing up the 2000, you keep comparing yeah. it to X-Men, but I think the better comparison is, is the Daredevil. The, the ben oh, Affleck, sure. Daredevil. Yeah, well, fair enough. Because yeah. I feel like Mark Stephen Johnson really did care about making a Daredevil movie. Just the choices that he chose to focus on, kind of a miss, but... Like, oh, he's just a terrible the, director, because that and Ghost Rider yeah. are both garbage. Uh, because the... Well, I will stand up for the director's cut of Daredevil. I feel like there is a better movie in there, because it takes time to focus on other things. It's not just this rush through, but I feel like Bond's a much better director <laughs> than Mark Stephen Johnson. Uh, not, I think that goes without saying. Yeah, James Wan's yeah. better, no, no doubt. Uh, here's the word I think I was looking for, though. Right? Yeah. I watched this movie... I have this, and this, obviously this is this is obviously completely subjective to the other people how, how when when you feel like this way and when you don't. Yeah. But I'm watching this movie, and I just constantly have this feeling of compromise. There was compromise made. But when I watch something like Spider Verse or I'm watching No One's Dark Knight trilogy, I don't feel that there was compromises. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. I yeah. understand what you're saying. For me, I never felt compromise. I feel like no, this is always what he wanted it to be. It doesn't always. Yeah, this, Look, but this, this is the James Wan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe there's some studio going, oh, you know, this needs to be more like a, like oh, a movie. Not necessarily yeah. compromise because the studio interfered, though that's probably the most common. Compromise because, oh, we don't think we get a second one, so we're just going to stuff things in. Or compromise yeah. because. I mean, yeah, it's definitely in that. Yeah. Sense. Or compromise yeah. because, oh, we just physically can't do that scene the way I'd want to, so we're just going to do this instead. Or, you know, there's lots of ways you can compromise in a film. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say I agree on that. It's like okay, we're probably not getting a second one because DC have announced you know a hundred other movies to do instead of Aquaman too. <laughs> um, so let's do everything we can. Definitely that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably the only place I personally really feel compromised. I think other places it just doesn't hit the mark. You just think it's just poor choices in other places. I just, yeah. I, uh, I just I feel like this was going to a restaurant and I ordered this big burger that had everything on it. And then by the end of it, I was like, you know, it didn't need this and it didn't need that, but I'm so happy that I ate it. Yeah, it, it's like when you order a pizza with every topping that the place does. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, a lot of that's really good. And I love all of those in, on individual pizzas. Yeah. But maybe I shouldn't have ordered them all on this one yeah. pizza. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. So... Yeah, um, and I, I think the effect this has, though, is that because they eat into each other's time, they eat, eat, eat into it, each other's it, development, it ultimately it feels... them both down. It feels more hollow by the end, because it doesn't feel like it's got yeah. the actual... It's, it's like you say, Matt, you order a burger, you get everything mm-hmm. on it, and because of that, they had to take out some of the burger to make room for all the other stuff. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So you, yeah. you're you left with this really thin burger, because there's no room for the, the actual meat. <laughs> it's like... You can either we can either you know shave off part of the burger or you 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 lose mozzarella sticks and onion rings. It's like well no I want I want, I want the mozzarella all. sticks and onion rings. <laughs> exactly. I'll pick less burger. Yeah. So I just you know. And I would I never pick less burger. I want that to be known. I would always have the <laughs> best burger possible. Um, I uh, I just like I'm just ha- like I don't want it to feel like I'm just making excuses for it because I'm a DC fan and I want to win because I don't feel like this. You know I felt like that was Justice League. But I left this movie going like, I'm glad this got made. I'm glad the, the public has a decent Aquaman it, movie. Yeah. Here, here's where I come down at the end. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch Justice League again. Yeah. I don't know if I ever feel the need to watch it again. I'll watch this again. I had enough fun yeah. with this that sure, I'll put this on. I, even, even Wonder Woman, which I, I I really enjoyed Wonder Woman, but I haven't really seen it since the theater. 
Here's the thing. I I, I've, I've not watched Mother Woman yet again either. Um, I'm more likely to watch that again than this. Easily. I've watched both, both of those. I think these two are head and shoulders the best. Yeah, this made me want to watch Wonder Woman because I remembered the parts that I really enjoyed from and there. I don't think this is... Like I said earlier, this isn't even a good movie. But I, it's I, an I, enjoyable movie for me. <laughs> I, think, I think Wonder Woman makes more of a heart and has a better, like, I am a superhero. This is why she's important story to yeah. it. It works better. Also... The scene where she goes through the trench is yes. just worth the entire movie. Yeah, so like, I'm glad that the Warners and, and DC are moving in a direction because we're getting Shazam next, mm. and that looks, you know, delightful. You know, and, yeah, and then James Gunn's working on a Suicide Squad apparently, so maybe that'll <laughs> we'll see that. Maybe that'll depth. pull that from the depth because Suicide sure. Squad can be good. Like, it's a concept that we can got, work. I mean, uh, the, the next be. Movie, Shazam. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What's that? The Joker movie after that. Yeah. yeah, but that's not going to be the same. Like, no, no, no. I, but just that's... in terms of DC Shazam, because Shazam's not part of this universe either. I don't know. No, I, I feel like they can surprise us. Like, yeah. I think. I mean, there's references in the trailer to that Batman and Superman yeah. exist. Yeah, 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 no, no. That no. they exist. I think it exists in a version of the DC universe. I don't think it exists in this version necessarily. You know, but. Uh, and, and Matt Reeves is still all the better to be honest that's the universe I, I mean even though I like Wonder Woman a lot and like whatever like I still I would rather just yeah. get rid of this universe yeah, and I'd, start I'd, again I'd keep Wonder Woman yeah. I'd keep Aquaman yeah I'd keep Cavill if we could have him smile <laughs> yeah well cause he's Cavill is good in you know the back half of, of Justice League just, when, when he can smile I with his weird lip I want to tangent slightly just into like a complaint I have about the internet right uh-huh. Is that so? Aquaman comes out, and I feel like everyone who likes it loves it. Everyone's like, "No, nah, they've, they've done. There could have been a better. I couldn't have asked for a better Aquaman movie." And I'm like, "What did you watch? Like, you liked it, great, love it, but like, there's there's levels between one and ten, right? Yeah, there's levels between. I feel you, like you're you're leading to a personal level. Oh yeah, we'll get to our personal level in a second. Yes, it just it bugged me. It just bugs me because it's like everything I, either is the best oh. thing ever. And if anyone says anything negative about it, you're a hater. You you're a Marvel fan, and I'm like, I'm not. No, <laughs> no you don't I want very to well. love this more than any Marvel movie. I I prefer this it, 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 over over Infinity War. Oh, I don't. No, I will say that. <laughs> no, Bro. not even close. Bro, pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, Infinity <laughs> War's way better. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, we, 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 I, I, I will watch this again this, before I watch Infinity War again. I, granted, I still have a list of movies to go, but this might end up in my top ten of 2018. I you can know? tell you now definitively that is not happening on mine. Yeah, it's not happening yeah. on mine. But yeah, well, you guys, you guys watch way more movies than I have, so like. I... Uh, you know, like, I, I think this is this is a decent movie. I, I think it, it 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 it's enjoyable enough. It has some fun sequences. The action is typically pretty well shot, but it is if you know it, it's not a home run by any means. I I, I don't think it is at all. Um, I, don't, I don't think I don't it's think a stand up Regret watching this. Uh, it's not a waste of time. You I, no, I don't regret it. it off, but what a waste! It's going to be if I ever watch this again, it'll be a long time. I, I I have no desire to like revisit it anytime soon. No, I'm telling people to see it in the theater. Like, <laughs> like go go see I it. I, no, I, 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 that I I want I want this movie to do well in this to go. Yes, we want this tone. Yeah, it's already made like 500 million worldwide. I think you're fine. Oh, uh, good. Here's the thing though, um, if people are, are asking me, this or Spider Verse, go see Spider Verse. It's better. Oh, easy. It's way easy. better. <laughs> I think Spider Verse yeah. a ten. 
Like, but hey, Aquaman's making way more money. Uh, So convince people to go see Spider Verse. Spider Verse is a better film. uh, To me, that comes down to it's just that there's a there's a stigma because it's animated. Yeah, that's it. I saw one of the people people I follow on Twitter put up this thing today that said, you know, let's remind everybody that animation just isn't a kid's thing. Like Mm -hmm. animations for everybody. Yeah. And I know Brad Bird's been carrying that torch forever. Yeah, did, did, uh, earlier this year, someone went, oh, yo, can you watch the language? I want to take my kids to this. And uh-huh. and, he, and he was like, why? Why? I, I never said this was a kid's movie, necessarily. It's 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 a movie. It Family just happens movie. to be animated. Yeah, mm. yeah. you know, but, um, yeah. yeah. So, so I guess we're rating this um, mm-hmm. then. Um, all right, Connor. <laughs> I think mean, this is quite... Uh, easy decision for me it's a six it's it's enjoyable i'd recommend to watch it but it's not good enough to be a seven matt yeah so i'm i'm a lot you know less on this or less harsh on this than you guys are but i had such a good time and i'm gonna give it an eight of course he is of course he is uh, I'm actually also going to give it a 6 even though I think after the conversation it sounded like I was more negative than Connor I don't think I am I'm just not willing to let it slide or give it a pass for all the things I think it could do better no I, and I'm not either and this is the thing Like, I think it clearly has all these problems but I did have fun it's which a, is it, why it gets a 6 it's a functional movie with funny elements and yeah there was like obviously stuff where I was like oh it's kind of nice seeing that on screen oh it's nice that we've got a Volco it's nice that we've got you know this and that and whatever yeah, but it was too much again it was that it was burger. too much yeah you know so yeah i'm going with a six i i think it, i think it's an enjoyable movie and because i was watching it and i was thinking sometimes like i'll think about my rating which is actually a really bad sign if i am thinking about my rating halfway through the film it means the scene that i'm watching is boring <laughs> because i'm thinking about my rating <laughs> but true. i don't know what scene it was but i was thinking about my rating at some point and i was thinking about how oh is this, is this scraping a seven maybe and then you know as it, by the time i got to the end i was like no nah, it's a six but yeah like it's like it's fine. It's not not as good as Wonder Woman. There's definitely been better superhero movies this year. Uh, There's better superhero movies this week. <laughs> well, last. You don't about Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse. It's close enough. Yes, yeah. it's follow- still in the cinema now. It's you've chosen between them this week. There's a better one. But no, for comparison's sake, for all its faults, and they have a lot of faults. Mm-hmm. Elseworlds versus Aquaman. Elseworlds every time. Every time. Every time. Elseworlds is better. What was that a hammer? That's all we need. That's it. Because, no, you you see Superman and Lois in that show, you you, you see things like the monitor, but not only are they just there for the sake of setting up the plot that they're setting up, Lois feels like Lois. Superman feels like Superman. Uh, You know, the fact that the monitor... Because, see, when they first announced the monitor for for Elseworlds, I thought, oh, they'll have the monitor show up, but it'll just be a cameo, name-only, whatever... No, he's there to set up the freaking crisis. They're doing it. Yeah. They're actually doing it. The crazy bastards. So, you know, where's so psycho pirate? All right, like in a stupid mask. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you know, um, that, that that's felt like it was all flash. Um, and you know, if you compare it to like the Elseworlds, this was all flash and less. And not very Allen or Wally West. Yes, yeah, not flash. not not those flashes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. razzle dazzle. We had the big effects. We had the money, but. Uh, the, yeah. the meat wasn't this well ultimately hey there's crisis coming next year a crisis and that's where year. I'm hyped yeah. yeah oh yeah I am way yeah. more hyped for crisis and infinite earths from the CW than I am for any of the movies yeah. that are announced I, I am kind of this even though this did have ties at like Justice League and whatnot. 
I do feel like it's a standalone and not that I have Marvel fatigue, but like the fact that all the Marvel movies build on mm. each other and this one just felt kind of by itself. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, no, it's genuinely refreshing that yeah, sure it mentions Justice League like once yeah. and it's it's set after that. It doesn't matter. Justice League basically could have just not happened, and this movie would be absolutely no different. Do you, do you know what I say? I was comparing. I was. This was making me think of like Marvel Fizz One, not exactly in the same way, but it was kind of making me think of it. I almost felt like this was an admission after Justice League. No, we rushed to do that, so we have to actually yeah. go back and do Phase One again properly, and we're starting with Aquaman yeah. and Wonder Woman. Like yeah. we have to slowly yeah. do individual movies before we try and throw them together into some insane team. Which is why we're not gonna Justice League two coming in a year's time. Yes, yeah. or five years time. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah, we've got a hundred other movies to get through first. Apparently, a lot of people use Marvel fan as an insult. The, the internet's great. You guys keep being you. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I, no, I I remember when uh, BVS came out. I I I was offering my yeah. critiques because I I think yeah. that movie's a. God damn mess. We, we were angry and on that. My my review that, yeah. of that and, was as I don't know if I left my garage open, should I leave and go check? <laughs> that, <laughs> no, no, but when that movie came out, when Batman v Superman came out, I was offering my critiques uh, to someone online and because I was remotely negative and not praising it, you know, with without question, I was referred to as a Marvel fanboy, which is funny because anyone who knows me knows that I pick DC over Marvel every it, time. It, it's I funny because I can see, you know, you know, some of the complaints I had about this movie, yeah. right? I can see the comments section under this because here's the thing: people write comments and react to what we say. They don't go back and correct yes, it based yes. on what we say. Oh. Yeah, I can see there being a comment going, "Oh, you Marvel fanboy, complain about this," and then later on get to the point where I said, "I'll take this over Infinity War." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I learned from Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet. Just never go to the comments. I'm sure there's a lot of you lovely people in there. Oh, sure. But... Uh, no, don't worry we check the comments don't worry we're reading them uh-huh. uh, if anything interesting pops up for Matt I'll tell him it's fine uh, yeah like it just it, it's funny because the internet has this thing where you either love something or hate something there's no in between and keep in mind the reason why I critique Batman v Superman the reason why I critique Man of Steel this goes yeah. for all of us but the reason why I do it is because I love those characters I love those comics I critique out of love and it upsets me when they're treated like this yep. but for some reason there's so many people on the internet that seem to just as long as it's called Superman, as long as it's called Batman or whatever, they'll it's love it. Enough. And and they'll, they'll argue against anyone who says anything bad about it. And it's just like, it's okay to, to not like how yeah. something's been tackled. It's okay to not like it. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, I was, Pete, one of my favorite things Pete does, and it annoys one of my other good friends, is when he says the Marvel movies don't have steaks, so he calls them like vegan or something. And it's, they don't I have love steaks. when he goes there. Well, no, yeah. Infinity War had steaks. That, that is why I liked Infinity yeah. War. It finally had steaks after 20 goddamn movies. But I forget what you call it. You're like, it's like a vegan restaurant. There's no steaks. Yeah. And, it, and it upsets another friend of mine, and it cracks me up every time he's this, upset. This movie didn't really have steaks. Oh, to none. Be, to, to be, to, you know, well, they're like, oh, Surface World, we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. them waves. Well, they they told us there were steaks, but I didn't feel that there were steaks. No, they yeah. were they were those, you know, steaks they put together with meat glue. Yeah. That are just like, you got to cook them well done. It's like, at that point, what's the no, point? No, Joe, it is. It's, it's that when you've, you've got like a fake home and you have the fake food, like the fake yeah, fruit, fruit in the bowl. It's, it's just a plastic steak. Yeah. There's a plastic steak in a plate to represent yeah. the steaks, but it's, it's not I, there. I see what you're doing. Well, it's not real. I'm not going to take a bite out of it. Yeah. It still doesn't change the fact that I I thoroughly enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. Wonder Uh, Woman had steaks. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just just for comparison's sake, Nolan's Batman movies had steaks. 
Yeah. It's a salad bar. There's steaks. No, no, I just uh, want to picture Christian Bale in his bat suit with a big plate of steak. Yeah. Just like there was steaks in the trilogy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah. there you go. Aquaman. We 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 did it. We talked about Aquaman. Uh, and I I came across because I I feel like there was so much positivity coming from Matt. I had to counterbalance yeah. it. So yeah. I came across as really negative. I had a decent time. Like I don't want to be too harsh. It's just. Yeah. You know, That's but it's not great. I, I will either. say it's okay. I, I I got the Shazam trailer and I got hyped and I got the Godzilla two. Oh, Godzilla, trailer. Godzilla two. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually Shazam uh, trailer as well. I didn't get yeah. the newer Godzilla trailer with more Ghidorah in it, but I wasn't disappointed because I loved that music in the first one. I was actually just. Yeah. I didn't get a Godzilla trailer. I was yeah. delighted. I'm disappointed. I did. And and the old guy behind me let out a hell yeah for Godzilla, yeah. and I was like. <laughs> I got Godzilla yeah, and I guy. got uh, Captain Marvel, the first Captain Marvel trailer, yeah. which was great. Yeah, I, got I, got to see, I got to see her punch the old granny in the face on the big screen, <laughs> so I was okay best. with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still haven't seen that on the big screen, that one. I haven't seen any Captain Marvel. I got but... really mediocre trailers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got most of mine were mediocre. Yeah, I think, I think Bumblebee. Yeah, so, <laughs> like all, yeah. all the movies that are out in like the next two weeks. Yeah, you got like, those. Yeah, really... yeah. yeah, like I got a Bumblebee, Mary Poppins. It's like, oh, you know, I don't care about these anymore. I got that stupid. I got that stupid Kids King Arthur one that's coming out soon. Oh God, that looks terrible. Carl oh, liked the trailer. He he was. Yeah, oh, it. all the oh okay. I, the I school kids. Amazingly awful, really fun. Because uh, they got it's like, oh, we've got a round table, but they'll have the flaps up, and they put the flaps up. It looks stupid. Anyway. Look, <laughs> Matt's a sucker for people with the hammers. You give me you King Arthur. Yeah. All right. Uh, so to, to, to round this up, um, in terms of stuff coming up, obviously there's a couple of big trailers happened in the last week or so. Uh, we're waiting on it. Me and Connor to do trailer talk. We're waiting on a third, and once there's a third big trailer, we'll do another episode of trailer talk. Uh, since it's the Christmas break and we're kind of being laxed about it, but uh, we are. Is this on the brains? We're thinking about it. We know it's there. Um, we will be doing patrons getting to vote for the the movie awards, like we do with the TV and the comics right now. If you're a patron and you you, you watch a lot of TV, go and go and vote in the Patreon form. It's on Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV. Uh, same for comic books. We're doing our comics from the Multiverse episode uh, next week with the, all the end of year awards. Movies though, we're doing February around the same time as the Oscars, so that'll be in February. It gives everyone a chance to catch up in some movies, uh, so you can look forward to that. Then. Um, uh, next movie we'll be reviewing will be Bumblebee me and Matt will be doing that should be next week uh, give or take a day uh, depending mm-hmm. uh, so you can look forward to that I'm going to have to watch last night before that just for completion's sake the bastards no uh, you're not don't do it Pete do not do it I'm no, doing do it. it I'm doing do it. it this wipes it clean it. this wipes it clean it's a prequel do you don't it. need to don't do it I've got Connor, the only reason you watch it is because of Therian Legend <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything past two. I just want oh, okay. to suffer. I, I... Well, you know there's a three legend in it, so now you have to watch it. <laughs> I know, and and this is the problem. I was. I I genuinely contemplated going to see that at the cinema because I'm like, you know. But then I was like, then I have to watch the no, ones before it. I really. You know who threw do. their body in front of me asking if I should watch it is is Jake, our resident Transformers fan. He goes, yeah. don't, just don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop it. So, Stop yeah. it right now. It, and he loves Transformers, so yeah. don't do it, Pete. Um, yeah, so you can go to patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, get some bonuses, get some stuff early, voting rights in the end of year awards, and so on and so on. Uh, lots of stuff looking over there. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz. You can get us individually on Twitter. Uh, Connor's at ConnorRyan94. Matt's at MattofSteel57. I'm at Wibble89. So you can go do that. Uh, like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Uh, let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments below. You can do that. 
uh, always nice to hear um, but that is us uh, so as we said we do a weekly comic book podcast called Comics from the Multiverse we talk about the DC books um, mm. so check that out this is the three of us same, same trio if you're interested um, but that's us so thank you very much uh, for, for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys and we will see you next time